Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave, I'm here with Amy and we're here to bring you all the action from Day 8, a.k.a. Nuckabee. And we did something very special today. We did our first live commentary stream. It was for Cheerio. <laughs> we set up everything in our usual room and uh, went live. So we're talking about Cheerio as it happened. We were told that there were some robot voices happening and then somebody said it was just that we were from Australia. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and that was our normal voices. I'm not sure how offended to be about that <laughs> comment. Yeah, but the studio we, we record in one of our bedrooms doesn't have great internet uh, consistency. No. So it sounds like we had a bit of an issue today, but we re-set up. Yeah, we picked ev- in up everything. Room. We went down the back. Yeah. And it was fun for the rest though. of it, it was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much to the people who came in. There were some of our faves uh, who we had a chat with in the little chat bit. We did it on Podbean. Um, you know, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. It was like watching the sumo with a uh, bunch of your close friends. That's right. It was really, really lovely. Jurio was fun today. We'll get into that in a second. But uh, if you look for, if you search for Sumo Manichi on Podbean um, and follow us, you'll get indications of when we're going live in the future. So at this point, we plan to do it again for Jurio next Sunday. Yeah. The final day. The final day. Well, let's move on to some news. Akisayama Kyujo today. Yeah, so day three against Chiatariu, and we just rewatched the bout. He gets clocked in the face a couple of times, real wax, and he's uh, done something to his jaw. Well, it's a fracture on the right mm. side of his jaw. This would be very painful. Yeah. Um, would take, I think, a certain amount of time to heal, probably somewhere around six weeks. But it would also take an amount of time to get your confidence back. Yes. To be dropping your head and putting your head in at a touch. Well, he, he did it. He he got it on day three. He did it for four, five, six and seven. So perhaps not the best idea. And now we can see why he was being so ginger with yeah. moving forward and, yeah. and not really putting his head in the firing line, understandably. Yeah. Not great to see. No, poor old Akisama. Yeah. I mean, those slaps, we called them at the time. We called them out. And we were rightfully disgusted and by And I think them. there were further slaps as well. I think against uh, Chiyoshoma he got a big one. He did. Chiyoshoma worked his oh. face over as well. So I don't know whether word got out about his, you know, it might have been just a sore jaw at that point and yeah. Chiyoshoma got that news and worked it over. But um, Akisiyama, I don't think we'll be seeing him back. And no. I think at his current ranking, which is Maegashira 13, I want to say. Yeah, let's find him right here. I'm in the wrong spot. He was uh, 13. Yeah, you're absolutely right. 13 East. So, I mean, if he finishes now, I think we'll see him certainly move back to Jurio. Yeah, well, he only got one win, that one win. So he definitely will drop down to Jurio. Well, it was hard not to notice a name that turns up on tomorrow's Torikumi, yep. Aoyama. Aoyama will be back tomorrow. That's great news. He was out because of his back. I didn't have any further details about that. Uh, he just thought, they obviously thought a few more days of rest would benefit it, whether it was something uh, like an ache or more acute, yeah. I'm not sure, but he will be back tomorrow, which is great. This is strange. So he's going to start his basho uh, on Monday with a 0-8 and eight Makakoshi losing record. Yes. Now, I did see someone say, why would he bother coming back? And I think the reason he would bother coming back is that he's up so high. He's Magashira 3. And so he just wants to 
stem the fall. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and look, we've seen, especially in the last Banzuke, that a 7-8 uh, yeah. isn't so bad. That's right. You can, you can stay exactly <laughs> yeah. where he is. There are people falling around him, that's for sure. So it'll be interesting to see how he's moving tomorrow, especially given that was a back injury, but welcome to see him return. Tomokaze, down in Sandanme, he won again today, he's 3-0. and zero. And in Makushita, Hokuseiho won again today, the big fellow, he's 3-1 and one as well. Great. Well, we will recap Jurio. We, we did the play-by-play of all of these bouts, but we've picked out a few highlights for you. Tohakuryu extended his winning streak to four after slapping down Chino Umi to move to six and two. Bushozan. Yes. An- another ricochet moving to 6-2 after an easy push-out win over Chio Tori. Although that meant that Chio Tori got his makakoshi. Zero and eight. Yep, he's the first Boy. guy in, in Jurio. Unfortunate. Nishiki Fuji, he went four in a row with a Sukuinage win against Ichiyamamoto. So Nishiki Fuji, four in a row, he's now on five and three. Enho was in trouble against Sadanumi early before squatting down on the bales and flicking Sadanumi down to the dirt. A mono-e was called and rightfully this was called a Torinawashi. Yeah, they both fell together. Yeah. Second time around though, Enho had nothing left in the tank. He could offer little resistance as Sadanumi crushed him over the bales. Enho one and seven with that loss. Sadanumi three and five. It was worse than just getting one loss really for Enho. He the crouch would have hurt, the fall would have hurt. Having to get back up and doing another bout, that didn't look great either. There's still a lot of fight in this young man though, that's for sure. Mm. Chiona All continues on his dream run. Five wins in a row for him now after easily handling Takagenji. Chiona All moves to six and two. So there's a few on six and two. It's Chiona O, as you mentioned, Kyokutaisei with his loss today, joins that pack, Tohakuryu and Bushozan, and there's one still to come, and it's a big one, and it's the first bout of Makuchi. It is Ura up against Kaisei. Everyone really, really looking forward to this bout. They come up onto the doyo, and Ura off the touchy, I tried a big pull on Kaisei's arms. They locked up with the right hand inside and left hand on Kaisei's arm. He was still trying to pull Kaisei down to tug him down again and again, but Kaisei stayed stable. Ura then swapped to a totally different tack. He tried to grab Kaisei's leg for the Ashitori, went for it with both hands. That doesn't work. But when Kaisei came back at him, he was able to throw him down, skuinage, beltless arm throw, and he looked extremely pumped he, about it. He did. Even though Ura is a Jurio visitor today, this was the first time that we've seen him up at Makuchi since September 2017. A very long time between drinks. I love that he went for the leg grab here. Yeah. But I was equally impressed that he gave it away. Yeah. Yeah. I I liked this bout for him because he did try a few different mm. things and if they didn't work, he moved on to the new thing. And I love seeing how much he's got in his arsenal. It's yeah. a lot. <laughs> he can adapt very, very quickly. Well, with that win... Ura now moves one clear. Uh, he's now the sole leader of Jurio. He's seven and one at Jurio two, looking very impressive. Kaisei is four and four. Well, Akua stepped up on the doyo to accept his Fusen show, given that Akisayama is Kyujo. That's an M and F. Uh, a much needed Fusen show. <laughs> Akua, well, he's two six now. That's two in a row. For him. Oh, so he's really starting to build something. As we said, Akisiyama very likely to finish this basho on one and seven.
The next bout was Kotoeko and Diamami. Kotoeko shoots to the side out of the touchy eye. Wasn't a henker, but it was more a subtle reposition that allowed him to attack the side of Diamami. Kotoeko is fast. He worked under the armpits and he's able to hassle Diamami back and over the bales. An impressive Yorikiri win. Yeah, it was a bit of a bulldozer from Kotoeko. The extremely strong steps forward. When you see them in slow-mo, they just look so impressive. You can see all of his muscles engaging. He was up underneath Diamami. A good straightforward win for Kotoeko with his Oshi Sumo. It was five and three for him at Magashira 12. Diamami, he's encountered a little, a few problems. He's four and four. Chiamaro Mr. Sumo up against Okunoumi. They traded slaps and shoves off the tachiya, but then they locked up Okunoumi with both hands on the belt, right hand inside. But Chiamaro, he had the same, he had a belt grip, but Okunoumi reached in with his left hand and got the underhanded grip on the front of Chiamaro's mawashi. It was too strong and he forces Chiamaro to step out Yorikiri. It was very good sumo from Okunumi today. Knew he had to withstand the opening of Chiamaru. Uh, and once he got on the belt, Chiamaru did put up a lot of resistance, but it was for nothing in the end. Okunumi with that Yorikiri win is 6-2, and two, Chiamaru 5-3. and three. Ishiura up next against Teretsuyoshi, two smaller rikishi going at it. Ishiura went low. He hits Teretsuyoshi in the chest and drives him back to the bales. Teretsuyoshi pulls on Ishiura as Ishiura spins and is only centimetres away from the dirt, but somehow Ishiura manages to stay up. They lock up again. Teretsuyoshi now with the right hand on the belt. Ishiura still low, but he's also worked a hand on the front of Teretsuyoshi's belt. It's Teretsuyoshi here, though, who initiates, and he flips Ishiura over and to the dirt. It was it was a really, really good move from Teretsuyoshi. He found some timing. He found a move. He got over the top of Ishiura. It was really a battle of who could go lower here, and it was dangerous. Ishiura was so, so far it, down. It was interesting. I've commented over the last few days how I like that Ishiura can switch modes. Yep. I thought going low here against Teretsuyoshi wasn't the right move. No, I thought he could have been. He like could have stood up. He's chunky. He can yep. really go big guy against Teretsuyoshi, I think. Agreed. And he did get himself into that very tricky position, but the move from Teretsuyoshi, I will give it its full due. It was very good. He it moves was good. to two and six. You liked it? It was like he was flipping a pancake. Yeah, it was. It was a flip. Yeah, it was a flip. Yeah. Full uh, flip. I mean, it's it was a skuinage uh, beltless arm throw, but I feel like it should have been a, a better it, Yeah, skuinage doesn't one. really do it justice. No. Anyway, Teretsuyoshi, that's his second win, two and six, Ishiura, four and four. Flippy nage. Chiyotaru and Kagiyaki. Now, Kagiyaki here was uncharacteristically for me, disorganised in a way here. He was scurrying around, chopping away at Chiyotaru, holding him up by the neck. But I think it was because Chiyotaru was just as fast and he... Kagiyaki just had to take that fast pace of sumo to get anything happening. Chiyotari, who pushed Kagiyaki to the side, thrust him down by the neck. They went down together at very similar times, but Kagiyaki hit the dirt first and a Tsukiyotoshi win for Chiyotari. Yeah, I, I think this sumo today from Kagiyaki was sloppy. Yeah, it was sloppy. Yeah. I thought so. I thought he had a couple of chances where he could have won this and just, as you said, he was a bit all over the shot. Yeah, it was just like the arms were out too yeah. far, where, whereas usually he keeps it quite tight. I had to notice that this was a faster tempo than Kagiyaki likes to yep. fight at. Chiyotaru definitely set that. Uh, and in the end, 
quite a, an impressive win from Chiyotaru. Although my eyes were locked on Kagiyaki yeah. just because he was controlling this one. Yeah, I realised at the end that I didn't really know almost what had happened because I was watching <laughs> yeah. Kagiyaki because it was yeah. so different from how he usually is. So Chiyotaru with that good win, as we called it, uh, he's six and two and Kagiyaki three and five. Tsurugisho up next against Kodnowaka. Kodnowaka moves slightly to the right at the touch eye, and this is enough to throw Tsurugisho off his game. Kodnowaka re-engaged before Tsurugisho had time to rebalance. He got on the Tsurugisho belt and pulled Tsurugisho to the ground, and a Watadashinage win for him. Oh, it looks, the first time you watch some of these bouts, it looks like the opponent takes themselves down. It looked like Tsurugisho rolled himself down here. His rolls are so beautifully executed because he often gets rolled down like this. But obviously the replay showed that it was Kodnowaka's left-hand grip that did it, as you said, the Uwate Dashinage. It was so sudden. That's two zip for Kodnowaka against Tsurugisho. So uh, a good move for him to take him to four and four. We were watching Tsurugisho to see what the outcome of that sort of landing on his head yesterday was. I couldn't see anything. I mean, apart from he lost. He but lost, but yeah. He um, he stepped up onto the dojo and looked okay. Uh, he is two and six after that loss. Tochinoshin, Magashira seven up against Magashira 11, Chiyoshoma, who apart from his henker has showed some good sumo. This basho, there was a mata, Tochinoshin absolutely slammed into Chiyoshoma, but they go back and go again. Tochinoshin came straight forward again. Chiyoshoma immediately took the upper right-hand grip on the front of Tochinoshin's mawashi. He gives some ground then and uses Tochinoshin's forward momentum to throw him down to the dirt with the belt Uwatanage. I hate to say this, but this was very honest sumo from Chiyoshoma It was, today. wasn't it? It, it was. was. I mean, I, I'm very critical of some of his tactics. Yep. But got on the Tochinoshin belt, used it so effectively. I'm surprised Tochinoshin couldn't defend a little better here before that belt grab happened. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. It was very quick. Maybe he was surprised by how quickly it happened. or but And then I think the momentum was, yeah. was unstoppable and Chiyoshoma just had all the right... Vectors in place. Very impressive sumo from Chiyoshoma today. He's five and three, Tochinoshin, two and six. Up next, we had Tamawashi against Takarafuji. These two rikishi have a rich history. They've met 25 times in the past and it's very close. It's 13-12 Takarafuji's way. Very even touchy eye here as they pushed hard into each other. Tamawashi initiated and Takarafuji nearly pulled Tamawashi by the arm into a losing position, but Tamawashi recovers and again they lo they lock up. No one was in a hurry here. No, they, it was slow, wasn't it, it? it? Well, at this point, they seemed very happy just to wait and see what was going to happen. And they seemed very puffed very early yeah, as well. of course. Uh, they fiddled about for a bit. There was a brief moment of separation, but quickly they move again. And it was actually Takarafuji's steady feet that gave him the right position eventually to thrust Tamawashi over the bales, Oshidashi. Yeah, it was a surprising result for me, and not so much the result, but the lack of uh, aggression from Tamawashi, I think. Takarafuji definitely defended well, even though he's not looking particularly strong. But Tamawashi just didn't really get any attacks going. He didn't charge forward. He didn't go for the Norawa as strongly as he usually does. So, yeah, he, he drops off the pack of Rikishi now who came into today on 5-2. He's now... He's now 5'3", but yeah, I just thought it didn't quite 
happened mm. for him. He was really puffed at the end too, yeah, as he I was. mentioned before. <laughs> so Takara Fuji, that win takes him to three and five. He can go home and look at both of his sons in the eyes tonight. Good on him. Tamawashi with that loss, as you said, is five and three. Hidenomi at Magashira 6, up against Endo at Magashira 8. There was a strong touchy eye from Endo. He's really got it together for the starts of his bouts. He got his right hand on Hidenomi's belt, slides his left hand around Hidenomi's body in through his own grip, and with a shift of position, locks up Hidenomi's left arm and tugs him down with it. Uwate dashinage. Big win for Endo. Yeah, it was. Endo looked very good here Doesn't again he? today. Yeah, looking in top form. Hidnumi had nothing. That's four losses in a row for him after a dream start of four and zero. But some very concerning footage uh, of Hidnumi walking down the Hanamichi. Yeah, as he was walking out, he was grimacing, like mouth open, full uh, face of pain, grimacing every time he took a step with his left, left leg. leg. Yep. So remember it. And... We thought maybe, you know, it can be anything, right, the the knee, the uh, thigh. It kind of looked like like he was kind of almost holding the thigh, but it was confirmed later that it was actually the, the toe. The small toe. Uh, the pinky, yeah. yeah that he dislocated, dislocated it. Yeah. Oh, I looked... did that once. I had some. Oh, really? I had a staircase Ooh. when I was younger. I lived uh, in a townhouse. The, stair, the staircase was um, spiral oh, yeah. and very steep and carpet, and I fell down once <laughs> and landed on the pinky and it hurt for so long and there's nothing that you can do about it either. No, you can't put it in a cast. But I mean, if this was a dislocation, I wonder whether this is something that'll see him back tomorrow. I feel like a dislocation is a break with a pinky. Like how many? Let, no, okay. let's not get into how many bones are in the foot. <laughs> Did you Although we say should... how many? How many? <laughs> Although maybe we should take a guess because... Well, I know they're why small we... bones. Why don't we just go closest to the pin? Well, I think there's... I think there's... One. No, no, I meant how many bones in the whole foot. Oh, in the foot. There's heaps of them. The foot bones connected to that. No, no, there's heaps, right. but I mean the, the one that extends into the toe. <laughs> Everyone's screaming again, please shut up. All right, let's just go closest to the pin. How many bones in the human foot? I'm going to say 21. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say more. I'm going to say like 30. <laughs> there's heaps of small ones. We do, we do err on the side of thinking there are more bones than there are though. Oh no, but you went under on ribs. You yeah, I went out. I said there were six. <laughs> God. All but right. Anyway, someone correct us. My point was not how many bones there were, although we've now put that out there and we'll find out. And it's more that the bone would either, like, does a toe bone dislocate? dislocate? Yeah, I think it could. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> either way, Endo, six and two, Hidenumi, four and four. Shimano Umi stepped up on the doyo with Ichinojo next. Ichinojo charged forward out of the touchy eye, but Shimano Umi steps deftly to the side, staying out of harm's way. Ichinojo, though, I think everyone was surprised how quickly he spun around, re-engaged. He moved in close, absolutely smothered Shimano Umi. And from here, Ichinojo, he's tall, he's wide, he's stable, he moves Shimano Umi. Over the bales, Oshidashi. Yeah, I thought the, the tall, wide, stable fellow Ichinojo used his weight really well here, even though he couldn't quite get the grips he wanted. Like you could see him searching, but he he was just always there. <laughs> Shimonomi got away from him once, but he couldn't get away a second time. Very dominant from Ichinojo, who is six and two. He moves with the pack, which is really super cool to see for him at Maegashira six. Shimonomi is four and four.
Meisei up against Onosho. I was looking forward to this. There was a mutter from Onosho. Meisei came in with a huge shove off the touchy eye. He rebounded back and as he came in for his second shove, Onosho really quickly, quick as you like, steps to the side and thrusts Meisei down. Sharp work from Onosho. He, he's just looking so good. This was a different thing that Onosho tried. Sometimes he will just go with the single-minded uh, plan of push, push, push. So to see him respond here, he really read the rhythm of this bout And well. he let Maysay do the push there. He let him come in for that second one. Just so great. And look, let's take a moment to celebrate at day eight, Nakabi. Onosho is six and two. He either does really well or really badly, Onosho. Well, well I mean, he's shrugging off that 411 from last time. And one of those four was a Fusencho. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> great to I see the, him. Was it the first one? Uh Oh, that's a good question. Maybe. I think it might have been because I think we were really happy for him, but yeah. then realised. <laughs> but at Maigashira 5, Onosho looking good at 6 and 2, Meisei 3 and 5. Tobizaru and Hokuto Fuji are up next, both coming into this at 1 and 6, both desperately needing a win. And this was one wild affair. <laughs> Tobizaru took it to Hokuto Fuji out of the touchy eye, trying to overwhelm Hokuto Fuji with just sheer output. Hokuto Fuji had to chase Tobizaru around the doyo as Tobizaru kept attacking and then withdrawing and attacking again, using his feet well and using the whole doyo. Hokuto Fuji showed great balance to stay upright a couple of times here and he was able to get some forward momentum going and when he got close to Tobizaru, he spun him around and shoved him over the bales. This was a bit of a mess, this, uh, this bout. Hokuto Fuji's knee brace was all falling apart. His, the bandage was falling off his head the whole time, flapping around. But eventually he shoved Tobizaru all the way to the riser seats. So that's back like five rows or something where a guy with his nose out of his mask <laughs> gave him several pats. Please don't do that. Yeah. I mean, if you see a ricochet coming towards you, pull your mask up. Pull your mask up. You can you can pat him, I guess, once. Like well, you, I might give a, I might oh, just give well, a little well, here's pat. Here's the procedure. You see him flying. You quickly pull your mask up, sanitize your hands. Yep. Then give him a pat. Give him a pat. That's right, sanitise. Sanitise. Probably don't pat either, I reckon, is a rule at the moment, unless oh, you've you had could, time to sanitise. You could do an air pat. Oh, you could air pat. Air pat. Yeah. Or you could go, good job, Toby Zaro. Well, You can do both. Yeah. Yeah, but softly. Softly. Maybe inside. <laughs> Keep it inside. <laughs> well, this guy did none of the above. No. And had his big old nose out in the open. <laughs> Yuck. All right. Having said that, Hokuto Fuji, that's a MNW for him. He's two and six. Tobizaru, he's on the road to Kachikoshi, one and seven at Magashira, two. A lesson for the young man. Sekiwake Takayasu up against Kirabiyama. What will happen here? You never know with Kirabiyama, that's for sure. Well, they locked up with Takayasu's left hand underneath on the front of Kirabiyama's belt. This looks like a good position because he's locked Kirabiyama's left arm up high. It's a really ungainly position for Kirabiyama. He's kind of on an angle and he's being held there. Kirabiyama tried to grip flip, but Takayasu blocked it the first time, but he was unable to block it the second time. Kirabiyama got himself then in a more normal position with that flip. He was lower. His head was pressed up against Takayasu's chest. And from here, they, they locked up for quite a while. They were breathing really hard. It hit the, the two-minute yeah. mark at this point. Yeah. I mean, I've got a bit to say about this. This was an unusually long lockup. Yep. 
Takayasu did a good job of defending Kiribayama getting on the belt, but he had a fairly good grip himself. He definitely did. He had, I would say, the the way better grip. But I think the danger is with Takayasu that he'll wait for too long. And with someone like Kiribayama, he'll just go for it and he'll, he'll pull off something wild. So Kiribayama, he did in, in fact try to extricate himself from the grip, but in doing so he stumbled and Takayasu took the advantage and shoved him out. Kiribayama looked spent yep. after this he bout. He was heaving breaths, yeah. also limping a little bit on the right leg. Oh, Maybe was he? with that stumble he seemed to go over on his mm. ankle perhaps. Look, my big question here is we've seen Takayasu do this before where he gets in these long lockups. Why isn't he more dangerous from this position? Takayasu. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's because he waits for but, too long. But is he waiting for his opponent to initiate for him to respond? I feel like at his level and his level of experience, he should be the one being able to read the situation mm. and go, I know what to do to make the next move. Yeah. I guess it's about how he feels in his body and how he feels the balance and the, you know, the weights going, whether he feels like he can. Mm. Maybe he is too experienced to go too early. Could be, could be that as well. <laughs> well, I mean, he picks up the win today, but some big questions still remain for me. I mean, the other thing could be that he's very aware of what will take him down, what will put him in a bad position. And so he's, he's just really keen to find that moment where he knows he won't be put in a bad position. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to harp on about it, but he's bigger, he's stronger. He's got the belt grip. 40 kilograms heavier. 40 than kilograms. He's got the belt grip. Why can't he, you know, take some time. Mm. Get stable, get, catch your breath. But why isn't he the one initiating? Yeah. Yeah. And it was almost like a, an unforced error or for, yeah. maybe a forced error, but yeah. from Kiribayama here, the stumble that that put him at a – he stumbles a lot, Kiribayama. It's because he tries to go so fast yeah. and do so much with his feet, I think. But Takayasu, he did pull off the win. He's 6-2 and two, and Kiribayama is 2-6. Wakataka Kage is up next against Takanosho, and this one opened with the two rikishi thrusting high. But as Takanosho reached forward, Wakataka Kage grabbed his arm, pulled him towards the Tawara. Wakataka Kage quickly repositioned himself, moved in for the kill, and pushed Takanosho over the bales. Oshidashi. Yeah, this is a cool new move, isn't it? Everyone's giving it a shot, and of course, the inform Wakataka Kage pulls it off. They came into this with a 1-5 record Takanosho's way, head-to-head. He'd won the last three against Wakatakakage, so he got some revenge here today. Sekiwake Takanosho, I would say he is starting to get into the trouble zone here at three and five. He certainly is. Mm. It's it's more, I think, than other bashers when he's always been like three, four, yeah. four, five, <laughs> yeah, five, yeah. five, and worked his way up to that eight, seven or, or seven, eight. Uh, performance, or mostly 8-7. But, yeah, three and five, that's an extra level of roll. Wakataka Kage, though, at Magashira, one, five, and three, and he looked great today. Ozeki Shodai in the first of the Ozeki matches up against Komasubi Mitakeumi, who everyone is rediscovering their love for. And by everyone, I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> Mitakeumi had a new bandage on the eyebrow. It's slick, it's shiny, it's flat. What can he do with the Band-Aid power today? Well, turns out he can beat Shodai. He got his arms in around his body. He takes him straight back into the side and out for an Oshidashi win. Yikes. Oh, Shodai. 
This was dominant from Mitakumi today. It really was. Just swept Shodai aside like he was a rank and file rikishi. Yeah, I'm noticing Mitakumi's eye contact at the moment as well. At the touchy eye, he was staring yeah. Shodai down. I don't know whether he's, has he been a bit like avoidant in the past or something? I feel like I haven't noticed him be one of those guys who's who yeah. locks on you with the eyes. He's... I, I think he's full of confidence at the moment. Yeah. And I think, yeah. you know, you can see what he does when he has that confidence. He's feeling his sumo at Komasubi now. It's been his first time up in Sanyoko for a while and he's doing fantastically. He is six and two. Shodai is five and three. The Mitakumi fan club would be going absolutely bonkers internally. When we were there at the sumo, they, there's a big contingent. They all sit together, they all wear a similar colour and they've all got Mitakumi signs and, and sort of go to all the days in various numbers and they absolutely love him. We should say too that we, we've we tightened up our Ginboshi rules a bit. Okay. So even though Mitakumi did beat Ozeki Shodai, he doesn't get a Ginboshi because he's Sanyaku. We should also say for people who are new to sumo, if you're listening to this, oh, yeah. a Ginboshi doesn't exist. It's a sumo mainichi term for when you've beaten Ozeki and you're uh, a rank and filer. Yes. But it's very fun and we're running with it. But not for Mitakumi today. Not today. The next bout was Myogiryu up against... Ozeki at Takakeisho. There was one big push from Takakeisho, a second. And then as Myogiryu charges back into the fray, Takakeisho steps aside, slaps Myogiryu down to the dirt. Perfect sumo from Ozeki Takakeisho. Another one where it was so fast that it looked like Myogiryu had taken himself down. You watch the replay and you see how, how actually efficient Takakeisho is at the moment. Minimum movement and he's straight down. He knew where to look for the slap and he did it just so quickly. He's looking red hot. They've met 14 times now and Yogiryu is yet to beat Takakesho. Yeah, so an impressive performance from the Ozeki. Takakesho is 7-1, and Yogiryu 2-6. and six. And that one loss for Takakesho is, was against Mitakumi on day two. So he's had a real win streak happening. Ozeki Asanayama is the third Ozeki on the books tonight and he comes up against Hoshori. It's the third Ozeki that Hoshori has faced. At the touchy eye, Hoshori jumps forward, gets a right hand on the belt actually, and then a left. A really great start for him. Asaniyama came in close, but Hoshoryu walked forward, locked his right leg around Asaniyama's leg, shoves forward and overbalances the Ozeki. He falls backwards and down. Unbelievable. So cool. So this was an Uchigake. That was the inside leg trip. How impressive was this from Hoshoryu? It was really good. I mean, he, uh, he, I don't know whether he planned it or whether he just pulled it off because he felt that he was bearing down on Asaniyama, but to pull it off is very, very smart. Yeah. This is a Gimboshi. This is. For Hoshoryu. This absolutely is. So at Maegashira 5, knocking over Ozeki Asniyama, he gets one. We'll pop that in the post for him. And the first ever. It's his first ever win against her and Ozeki. That's true. He lost to Terunofuji and Takakesho over the last few days. So great to see him come in with a level head here and find a way to beat Asniyama. Um, Hoshoryu, he, famously, he's 21 years old. And I'd like to go back and see what his opponent was doing at that same age. So... When Asaniyama was 21, he was yet to start his sumo career uh -huh. in, in the official sumo competition. He went through the university uh, channel 
and was a champion there. So he started, he made his debut just after his 22nd birthday. Okay. And of course, if you come through as a university champion, you get to go straight into Sundarme. I do like finding this out because it does put in perspective how young Hoshoryu is and how well he's doing. I want to use the term Wunderkind, <laughs> <laughs> but I aren't that confident using it, to be honest. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, like I a genius, so. yeah. Yeah. Young well, genius. Yeah, boy genius. Boy genius. Well, 21's still a boy. Oh, absolutely. In America. Hoshoryu is three and five with that win, Asniyama four and four. Well, that brings us to the final bout of the day. Komasubi Daesho against Ozeki Terunofuji. Terunofuji came out of the Tachiai looking for a belt hold, but while he couldn't find it, he moved in close and bodied Daesho. Daesho sensed danger here. He started backing across the doyo along the Tawara, but Terunofuji was hot on his heels. He caught him easily and showed him over the bales, Oshidashi. I think uh, his opponent sensed danger as soon as he steps into the <laughs> Kokuki gun. I think they see the uh, Torakumi uh, the day before and they sense yeah, danger. Yeah. <laughs> it's just nightmares all night. We did get to see uh, a couple of replays of Daesho beating Terunofuji in the past, but they are in very different form coming into this basho. Yeah, and Daesho again uh, wasn't able to start his brand of sumo. He did give Terunofuji a I wouldn't even call it a scare, really. <laughs> no, not, not really. Uh, he stayed up for longer than some people, <laughs> you could say. But, yeah, the backing off and Terunofuji advancing towards you uh, is the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> and it was for Daesho. It takes him to three and five. Now, Terunofuji, that's his Kachikoshi. Uh, he is the first to get it on day eight, of course, because he's unbeaten. So he's out the front behind him with seven wins. Uh, the sole second place holder is Takekesho. And then on six wins, we've had a few drop off this pack, but there's still quite a few guys. There's Takiyasu, Mitakeumi Onosho, Ichinojo, Endo, Okonomi, and Chiatairu. Well, some old friends in that six win group. So this is the middle day of the Basho. We, have, we have seven days to go. Can anyone beat Terunofuji? Yeah, you have to start asking yourself at this point, I think. Uh, Takakesho still is close enough. Mm. So, yeah, it'll it'll really start getting excited now, exciting now as um, as he comes up against higher and higher guys and he's tested a little bit mm. more. He he looks unstoppable to me, but so does, in a way, so does Takakesho. Yeah, Takakesho, it's unfortunate that he lost that bout. I think it was on day two, yep. actually against Mitakumi. So yep. it really shows the form that Mitakumi is in. And, and I think really Takakesho would be praying for Terunofuji to slip up. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Every day he's watching very carefully for that to happen, but each day it doesn't. I think we're, we're set for a great second week of sumo in May. Absolutely. Well, let's look at the bouts that will kick off week two. Uh, up the top of the card, Mitakumi takes on Wakataka Kage. Hokuto Fuji takes on Takanosho. This is a crucial bout for Takanosho. Yeah, absolutely. Could be very dangerous. Takiyasu gets to have a shot at Terunofuji. Takiyasu, one of the very few rikishi who have a winning record. Of course, they were going around first time Terunofuji was Ozeki. Shodai takes on Hoshoryu. Wow. 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 He'll be hoping for his second. Uh, Hoshoryu. Boshi, for sure. I think it's it's a it's a chance with the form that these two are in. Uh, 
Daesho takes on Takakesho. And the final bout of the day, Asuniyama takes on Onosho. Wow. So good to see Onosho fighting up at the end of the card. Yeah, good on him. He's in great form. I think he might have a, have a chance here. Yeah, yeah. I reckon he absolutely might. The other important thing about uh, Turner Fuji to mention for week two is he has already fought Mitakuyumi. Yes. And beaten him. Yep. So when we say he's going to be fighting up, he's fought Takanosho and Mitakuyumi. And so, Daesho. Right. So two so, Komasubi and one Sekiwake. So he'll be fighting the the top of Maegashira and then the last three days will be the Ozeki. Yes. Yes, exactly. He's got Takiyasu uh, tomorrow, as you just said. So that'll be the two Sekiwake, the two Komasubi. They'll save the Ozeki for last. So he does have a little little coasting to do, although sometimes that can be where you fall down. Exactly right. Especially against Wakataki. Oh, no, he's no, fought, fought Wakataki Kage. beat him. Yeah, so he's going down even lower than that. Yeah, and then there's a few people up there oh. who are a bit dicey. I think he'll probably fight. To- no, he's fought Tobizaru and beat Tobizaru. Yes, yeah, so, so maybe, maybe he'll Mace start going and- down to people like oh. Ichinojo, who's doing well. Endo, he'll probably fight. Yeah. I don't know if they'll take him down as low as Okinomi at Magashira 12. Give him a shot. Yeah, yeah. why not? Well, great second week. I can't wait. We will be with you for it, of course, and uh, have a good one. See you tomorrow. Bye. Yeah, baby.